gentlemen welcome to another wacky and wild adventure of taka mania i'm your host desmino here with my hombre j-bomb say hello j-bomb hey what's up des how you doing man not too bad not too bad you know i think i've been i've been calling you i've called you hombre at least once or twice i try to think of an original name to call you my buddy my partner and it's really not that hard because there's about a million words but i keep finding myself going back to the same one over and over it's the nerves, man. I couldn't come up with it. It's every not time. the nerves. I mean, at this point, it's kind of the laziness. <laughs> I literally got to sit down for an afternoon and just come up with a Rolodex of things to call you. For real? And then you go right back to the same one every time? I would be. Maybe that's just my go-to. You are my ombre for life. Right on, right on, right on. Cool. So what's going on, man? What's new? What's happening? No, not too much. Another work week, another week of life, the grind. Uh, we just finished off... Uh, a pay-per-view, so we're back into the nothingness of life. Just Hell kidding. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a big week for wrestling in the past. We had Elimination Chamber that just rolled through. And now we are literally on the road to WrestleMania, or the stretch more or less. We do have Fastlane coming up, um, but uh, Elimination Chamber was the one I was more excited for. And uh, it's come and gone. So now we got uh, WrestleMania to look forward to and a lot to talk about. So did you enjoy what did the elimination chamber live up to expectation uh, for me? Um, it was all right, but it eh, let down, I guess a little bit. I mean, it got off to a great start, right? I loved the women's match. Yeah, I think it was great to open up with it. And I think it was great that, they, that they're deciding to pick and choose when they main event the women and don't just make it all the time. And I'm not trying to be sexist, but I think, you can equally make a statement opening a pay-per-view as opposed to closing one. Um, yeah, I agree. And I don't think it's a, it's a case of, okay, well, they've gotten the main event and another, one, and another pay-per-view. Let's put them in the opening show. Um, I think the whole idea was to kick it off with a bang and let these girls deliver. And uh, and it was a good match. Um, you know, there, was, there were some quick spots in it and quick eliminations. And, you know, obviously our predictions in terms of the eliminations didn't go so well or in terms no. of or right on, in regards to what we had predicted. So that being said, there will be no slaps this month, maybe soon. No slaps, none, eh? None. Yeah, we got to get it. It's been how long? How many years ago was that? That was 2009, I believe, was the last time we had a slap bet. And I'm 1-0. I don't win many bets. <laughs> But uh, I'm happy I won that. Okay, one. and just to give you a bit of context on this on this bet, so when we were growing up, uh, J J Bomb would always think he saw somebody we knew in a porno. He'd be <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, uh, what was that woman's name? Mona." In, in yeah, the, Mona. yeah, Mona. We worked in telemarketing together. It's like, "Oh Mona, I saw her in a porn," and uh, he showed it to me. It definitely wasn't her. And oh, I saw this girl. She's in a porn, and obviously never was. And, <laughs> and then one, I, I'm still convinced they were in porn. Yeah. And then one day she's like, oh, yeah, the girl in high school, do you know she was in a porn? And I'm like, no way. And, it, you know, it wasn't so much that it was uh, him claiming she was in a porno. He, the stuff he was claiming, oh, yeah, she's peeing. She's getting spit on. Like, you know, no, no way. she got peed on. She got, and we were in Boston when I told you yeah, about this. No way. There's no way. Yeah, she's peeing. She's getting spit on. There's no way I believed it. Anyways, he uh, sure enough produced the porno with, the, with this individual in it. And yeah, I, you know, clear win on your end. But again, I really, wow, I wouldn't have thought that was going to be the case. That's for sure. Yeah. And then I, I got to smack you. Um, we got it on video. So actually, maybe we should post it to our Twitter. Or not. Every couple of years, I, uh, I throw it up on uh, Dez's Facebook. Just to give him that reminder. Yeah, no, I remember. I smacked him in his face. I so. Trust me, my face remembers. It didn't look as yeah. bad as it was, but it actually, like, it... It stung and kind of shook, like it shocked me. Might it kind of it shocks you, it stuns you a bit, you know. Well, it was it had a good sound. I didn't hit you as hard as. Well, your brain's like, right here, so if you get like exactly. a really nice, you know, impact near your brain, it's kind of 
puts you into a bit there of was, shock mode. There was a rattle for sure. A rattle. That's a good way to put it. Yes, sir. All right. So let's jump into things more or less in-depthly. Before we do, make sure to follow us on social media at underscore Talkamania. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, all that shiny jazz. All right. So we were already getting into Elimination Chamber. Uh, getting back on topic, the women's match did open the pay-per-view. Uh, as predicted, we did see Alexa Bliss retain. So in this match, you know, it was good. There was some cool spots. Um, but, you know, I felt that uh, you know, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, you know, didn't last a very long time. Um, well, I mean, 13 minutes, I think, for Randy Rose and about 17 and a half for Sonya Deville. And uh, I guess it seems, a, it was a little bit more than it seemed. But I guess, you know, they just didn't really seem to make much of an impact. Um, but then after Mandy, Sonya, and Mickey were out, then it became down to Bailey, Sasha, and Alexa Bliss. Uh, where you saw Alexa Bliss scaling the cage. I kind of like that. I liked her playing coward, climbing it's the cage, very cool. running around. There could have been some cool stuff done with that. Uh, it didn't go on too long. Uh, and Sasha Banks did the whole turning on uh, Bailey really kind of quickly. I, I felt they could have placed it better in the match, maybe a little bit. I agree. I you know? agree. Because like, you just kind of kicked her off, and then they just kind of continued, and that's about it. So I, At least they, they had like that like Lion King moment. Where people keep calling Bailey. it the Lion King moment. I see people memeing well, it, but it's like it was just like a uh, kick and a fall. It wasn't like a holding them, looking at them, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Like that should have been like that. They really should have. Yeah, they grabbed her by the head. She's like, "Oh my god!" And then like decked her or something. She falls down to the bottom, and then like she falls, bam, onto the grating, and then Alexa Bliss kind of drags her to the ring and pins her body, and then uh, well, yeah. it should have been Bailey doing it to Sasha, but that's a whole other story, right? That's, yeah. That's- what I yeah. think. I think it's got to be Bailey doing the heel turn here because it's too obvious that it's going to be Sasha. You think so, though? Because I don't know if you followed Raw this week, but uh, there was a tag. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, she basically didn't tag Sasha and kind of backed off and walked away. So you saw the look in her eyes, and she has the deer eyes, uh, Bailey. Uh, people keep the calling sad it. little sad doe. Little deer eyes. Sad, yeah. sad little doe. And um, no, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to do uh, Sasha as the heel here. Or it's just going to be like... A, you know, on a friendly competition with a bit of aggression and frustration embedded. See, in I don't it. want friendly competition. That's what I don't want. And we need it at WrestleMania. Like we need Sasha versus Bailey. It needs to happen. Oh, it's um, going to happen. It's just a matter of who's going to be the heel, who's going to be the face. I think it's going to be a friendly competition. I think they'll shake hands at the end of the match and hug and all that stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, I hope they don't. Yeah, I just I hope it's I, more I aggressive. Like they're not going about it the right way, and I feel like they're doing that with many angles right now. That's well, I'll tell you one thing they didn't do well was the uh, the no sell on the twisted bliss off the top of the pod. I know that was great. When she went up there, I was like, "No way, she's gonna do it." And then she like didn't even hesitate. She just went for it, and Sasha was up, and I was like, "Ooh, I was so worried that they were gonna botch it." And it looked really, really pretty good considering. And then immediately Sasha like no sells it, throws her into. Bank statement, I think. Bank statement. That's what it is. And then, like, rolled her around the ring. And it wasn't even like she was hurting and she, with the momentum, went into it. It was just like purely like, oh, you hit me? Okay, fuck you. And here's a bank statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't a fan of that either. After a move that executed that nice and high risk and landing it, like, I had to no sell it. I mean, that wasn't like, too Like, that could have been that could have been the end of the match for me. And, and the whole uh, you can't pin outside the ring. Like, I don't remember old Elimination Chambers, but I remember, like, playing it in video games. And you could always pin them outside of the ring. Hmm. We'd have to go back and check that. That's actually interesting. If any of you listening out there have that offhand or know for a fact if you can pin or you could pin in the past outside the ring, let us know. Yeah. Tweet us. Hit us up. Tweeter us. Yeah. Tweeter us. But I mean, apart from that, I really enjoyed the match. I mean, it had, it was the right length. It had its right moments. It was pretty decent storytelling. Like you said, um, having Alexa scaling the the uh, the chamber was awesome. I would have liked to see her jump from the top. Like I thought she was going to backflip off when um, Bailey and Sasha both kind of were closing in on her. She's a gymnast, so I thought that would be pretty cool if she could pull that off. But uh, overall, like I, it was the match of the night for me. Easily. Really, really yeah. interesting. Yeah, hundred cool. percent. All right. Well, I know the match of the night definitely wasn't, and you know <laughs> we were talking about potential matches being added to the card. Um, one being Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus The Miz Tourage. Um, oh we're only going to be talking about this just because we're talking about Elimination Chamber. The match itself lasted a little over eight minutes. So, uh, again, you know, no surprise here. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson won the match. Enough said. Yep. It was boring. It was on the pre-card. Um, 
I had a friend over who doesn't usually watch wrestling, and that was the first match that we watched. So it was a bit embarrassing for me as a wrestling fan to be showing a buddy of mine. You know, you hate that. It's like, watch this as wrestling, and you watch like, a really stupid yeah. match, and it's just like, uh, this is not helping. You're like, yourself. oh, this is dumb, man. Don't worry. It'll get better. And it did, and the women came on next. So that was, that was, that was a, a pleasant change of pace. Cool. But yeah, Luke Gallows. Right, uh, they're never going to be over for me. I don't know about you, but I don't mind them too much. But uh, definitely, you know, any pre-card match to me is like not much is going to happen. Jobber Central. So uh, another tag team match that was added: uh, Cesaro, Sheamus, The Bar. Like we had predicted, we didn't know who they were going to face, but they were going to win, and they won. Uh, two out of three. Oh no, this was not the two out of three falls that they had that on Raw this week. Uh, this is Cesaro versus Sheamus versus Titus Worldwide. And what? That's it. The Bar won. Enough said. Yeah. Um, I tweeted it out. I don't hate Titus Worldwide. Uh, I think it's stupid what they're doing. I think they could have built some momentum. Have them face some other guys in the tag team division. Don't give them the bar right away. Um, or build I think the brand up a little bit more. Get some more people involved in Titus Worldwide. Yeah, get a lot more people. people. You know? Yeah. Um, it's going to be tough to get a title in there because, I mean, the Miz ain't giving it up anytime soon. And the tag team champions are obviously not giving it up anytime soon. But I think that factions are going to suffer with the brand division. Because unless they're part of either the IC or the you know U.S. title or the two major titles, they're, they're not going to be able to t- uh, carry a title within their, division, uh, their faction. So a little shitty. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, one last match on the card that didn't do it for me. And this was a uh, match that basically I could consider the bathroom break. Uh, Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. And I know a lot of you are like, oh, you know, bathroom break. You know, it's Bray Wyatt. It's Matt Hardy. Yeah, I know they both had their runs and they both had their peaks. But right now these guys are just not doing it for me. Um, broken or Woken Matt Hardy looks like a broken man. You know, he's hobbling yep. around in the ring. Bray Wyatt, you know, he's he's put on a, bit, a few more pounds and... It's obviously not being booked very well. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's due to just creative things or the fact that, uh, you know, I don't know, stuff that uh, he's did in his personal life. I can't uh, believe he's banging JoJo. Yeah, I was reading more about that this week, too. And apparently his wife came out with like a lawyer statement saying that like he's only paying half of his child support, what he's supposed to be paying. And meanwhile, he's paying, he's spending money on like basically he bought JoJo a pony and pony products and pony food and stuff. And that's a lot of money. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. A, miniature like a horse, horse pony? A miniature horse. I don't know if that's a pony. I'm assuming it's a pony. If a miniature horse and a pony, it's the same thing. But yeah. When, when is she riding a pony? I mean, she's literally on the road as much as a WWE superstar. Now, my question is, how does she even get? Oh, I guess she has to. She, she's so small. It has to be a pony. She well, can't she can't, can't get on a horse. Yeah, that's that's sure. it, right? But yeah, I've got no idea. And uh, apparently he spends lots of money on strip clubs and stuff like that. But it was really stupid because some of it was like, he's not paying child support. And look, he's paying $135 at a restaurant. It's like, yeah, so what? He's eating at a restaurant for $135. If I was a restaurant, that's probably Christ, how much I, I could would spend. Afford, I could afford $135 at a restaurant. I'm not that rich. So that's fucking... Yeah, no, it was a little bit petty. But at the same time, you know, you got kids, you know, court ordered. It suggests that you pay child support, you know, man up, pay child support. Uh, but, you know, bad press. You know what they like should to do. Stay away from it. So maybe they're just booking him based on his, uh, his behavior. They should uh, make a storyline and blur the, uh, the lines of reality. And uh, get IRS involved. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Every time they use IRS now, it's like he's definitely past his prime and he's a bit... I don't think he... I think that ship sailed, buddy. Oh, man. How cool would it be if like there was like a whole... Like, I know that DBOS... Or you didn't pay You didn't pay your taxes on your child support. <laughs> I remember that like DBOS, he teamed up with... Uh, was it Curtis Axel? And they were kind of like the second generation guys. They should do something similar, but where, like, the fathers come back and, like, when these guys can't over, they give them shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to see IRS come out and beat up Bray Wyatt. Like, <laughs> just be like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Oh, Kick his ass I, in the I ring of it. I don't think he's in the shape to be doing that kind of <laughs> stuff. But. No, but, like, father to son, just smacking him in the back of the head, you know? Bray Wyatt's breaking character and shit. It'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, it would be funny. They should do something. I, I, I don't know. Right now, it's just not doing it for me. And now it looks like they're going to be bringing this feud into WrestleMania. So, to me, that's a whole waste of a match. Unless you bring in Brother Nero and make this a tag team match, um, then for me, uh, God, it's a waste of a, of a spot on the card, that's for sure. Because we've seen this match so many times. It's been underwhelming, that's yeah. for sure. It was a crap match they gave the live audience during the Raw Night 25. Like, you I mean, uh, 
don't know how many times we got to see this. I don't know. It's getting it's getting boring, but uh, I found this one was a little bit better than the others. No, nah, not for um, me. I knew Matt would win, and there wasn't much out of it. Just the way Matt was kind of being a little bit goofier in the ring. I don't know. A little bit better. A little bit better. I'm looking at the uh, glass half full here. You're, you're, you're stretching. You're trying. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying hard. I'm trying hard. Another underwhelming match for me, um, Asuka defeating Nia Jax. Uh, you know, I'm super stoked for this match. Uh, I liked what these two can do. They've had great matches at NXT. They had a good match on Raw. The match wasn't bad itself. I was just expecting a bit more. Uh, it was pretty much just, you know, what I would what I was going to expect in terms of, a, I guess, a, a meat and potatoes match between the two of them. And uh, I don't know. The roll-up at the end, yeah, it was nice and all, but I don't know. I just expected more out of this match i've seen these matches with ember moon i've seen a few of other matches and i know i've seen nijax put on some good matches too but for me a bit boring and then she you know smashes oscar through the guardrail at the end and you know i think she goes on social media the next day and says you know like actions speak louder than words or i know something kind of like you know like i dominated you and i showed you why or something. and everyone's just like dude you lost the match like what are you, what are you talking about what are you talking about yeah even uh, even Bliss was saying how much she dominated the match, and yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was yeah. weird. The, the 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 fight itself had like a weird feel to it. I kept thinking like, okay, when is this gonna end? Like, it's gonna come out of nowhere. Like, it just was. It never really felt like it got going, and then it ended too soon at the same time. It was like a really weird. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was a weird chemistry that they had together. It didn't work for me. It didn't work. Right. So now I'm looking back at her tweet, and she writes, in quotations, the most dominant, in quotations, undefeated, un- 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 in quotations, unstoppable. Don't let words deceive you. My actions speak loud and clear in any language. And it's like, well, she's still undefeated, and she still was unstoppable. So what the fuck are you talking about? And everyone's just like, but you lost, girl. <laughs> hmm. But uh, but anyways, uh, you know, I won't take it away from Naya. You know, I used to rip on her a lot, but she's definitely come a long way. She's definitely one of the more believable, dominant uh, superstars on the roster. And I'm not too sure where this is heading now because, as we saw on Raw this week, uh, I don't know. Asuka, is she going for Alexa Bliss? Because she didn't come out and announce it was going to be for Charlotte. They had that match. They seemed like it was going to be going towards that. Nia Jax involved. And apparently this week it's going to be Nia Jax versus Oscar uh, again on Raw. Really? Yeah. Kind of rematch. So not sure what's going to happen there exactly. But uh, interested to see where this is heading because they haven't clear cut said Oscar's making her challenge. But apparently that was a segment scheduled for Raw this week that got uh, pulled. So Ooh. I don't know if they're waiting. I don't know if they want to make it more unpredictable. I don't know if they're second guessing who they're going to go with. Uh, I still do believe that it's going to be Charlotte Flair and uh, Asuka, especially with Charlotte really not in kind of in a spot where she's got a clear contender for her title. But I don't know. I just I just really hope they don't go the Oscar route unless it makes sense. Because then she just she's already beaten everybody in the Raw roster, and you know that means Nia Jax will never won't have the title for the next year because Asuka's going to have it. I just believe that it's going to be Charlotte regardless. And people are, you know, upset and pissed off that it's going to be Asuka. But, you know, I think we're going to still get the um, the Nia Jax and uh, Alexa Bliss match. Well, it's weird because, I mean, Asuka is obviously going to stay undefeated for a long time. Like you said, she's blown the whole way through the Raw roster at this point. Makes sense for her to, to rip through the the SmackDown roster now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, go to the SmackDown roster. You can win. And uh, But then what does that mean for Carmella? Right? Well, Unless I, she cashes, she has to cash in a fast lane. Right? I was thinking about that too. Does right. it have to be a fast lane? Because then here well, it has go. to be before WrestleMania. Because okay, let's. Well, well I don't well, know. No, but Money in the Bank is yeah, in June, it, right? So it doesn't have to be a year within a year. So I, not I just mean that sure. if Oscar, if Oscar fights Charlotte at WrestleMania and Oscar wins, well then Carmella is not going to cash in and be successful, right? So she cannot it break has the to happen oh, soon. You're right. Wait a second. We wait. She can still take the title off of Oscar while Oscar's fighting somebody else, a la Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 31. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, there's still a possibility, but uh, really, uh, I don't know. I mean, Oscar's got to go to SmackDown, in my opinion. She's got to blow through there with uh, with Ronda Rousey coming to Raw now. Um, that's going to pose a problem. So then we're going to have Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, and Ronda Rousey, who are three con- people that Oscar 
they can't make Oscar beat them. Well, I guess they could. Well, watch know. Rousey win the Rumble next year, and then and then beat Oscar and beat her streak. It's, I think that's what it will end up happening most likely. Um, I wouldn't be against it. If uh, it depends on her run uh, Rousey. How, right. It depends on how far she's developed in the ring. I've seen a few training videos, which were a lot more impressive than I thought. So if she can get to where she needs to be next year, she can make it believable for sure, and I will buy in. But let's just wait and see one thing at a time. Um, but yeah, uh, for Carmella, it's very, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I don't know when she's going to cash in either. I was thinking like maybe she'll cash in right after Asuka wins and then Asuka just puts her in a lock right away, makes her tap out. And then after all this time, <laughs> it was like meaningless her, 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 um, her having the money in the bank. Cause like, she wasn't even on SmackDown again this week. So I don't know if they're kind of keeping her out. So we forget about her. I feel that's kind of the whole point. So we don't remember. She could also go on, uh, Ruby Riot and go on to fight Charlotte at, uh, Fastlane and then Charlotte retains, and the Riot Squad beat the crap out of Charlotte, and Carmella comes out, takes a title, and then goes like, up against Asuka in a squash match at WrestleMania, which would be really heartbreaking. I think Asuka deserves more than that. That's Mania. it. That's it. And yeah. Charlotte, too. I mean, they could put on a fantastic match, sure. the two of them. I could, I, honestly, I, I would much rather see Asuka versus Charlotte than Asuka versus Bliss, just for like a pure, from a wrestling perspective. Yeah, no, we'll that's what to, I want to see. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Well, so I guess that leaves us with what the men's elimination chamber is that all that's left? Men's elimination chamber, yeah, right. Yes. So that match was made to make two people look really strong. That was Braun Strowman, who eliminated everybody except for Roman Reigns, and then Roman Reigns, who inevitably won the match. We saw this, and we knew this was coming a year ago. So, you know. Or almost a year ago. We knew after WrestleMania what was going to be the next WrestleMania's main event. And they have not swayed away. I read online that they were potentially changing their mind to go with Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar due to the recent, um, I guess, uh, how much he's been over with the fans, Braun Strowman. But they ended up staying true to course. And uh, that's it. So we have, uh, you know, it was silly because then right after the match, Braun Strowman just destroys a crap out of Roman Reigns. And if he would have done that like two minutes earlier, you know, there you go. But it was um, huh, how do you put it? Uh, we knew we knew Roman was gonna win. Um, we saw the trend of Braun eliminating everybody, and it was like, oh God, please don't, don't eliminate everybody, and then get beaten by Roman. I think if they, there's two things they could have done in my opinion. One, if they're gonna stick with Braun beating everybody, have Braun start the match and beat everybody before the next pot opens. Yeah, you're kind of hurting everybody else's stock, but I'd rather see that and then Roman come in and Braun beat the shit out of Roman and then somehow Roman pulls it off. I'd rather that than what we saw. Yeah. Or uh, just have a combination of different people pinning different people. Make Braun Strowman eliminate three of them. He doesn't have to eliminate five of them. Um, they should have... I mean, seeing him kick out of everybody pin him was cool, but at the same time, he could have been pinned there and I would have been just as happy. You know what I mean? Like if everybody did their finisher on him and then they all pinned him at once. Well, that's what I thought was going to happen for sure. I was like, okay, well, they're going to do that. Or Cena's going to be like F5, F5, Spear, Spear, something like that. But I don't know. I'm okay. I'm okay with him, you know, limiting everybody because I like Braun Strowman. He's definitely, I'm definitely getting a bit high on him in terms of, you know, what he's bringing in terms of his power, his size, his comedy, his, I don't know, man. He's like the anti-hero. I like it. But. I love it, and and he like was telling the crowd like one more time, and and he's a hundred percent of face. I mean, a hundred percent of face at this point, and good. Finally, it's fucking awesome. Well, that's I it. It's it. kind of like he can't, he couldn't be made a bad guy. People just like the way he was destroying everything. Exactly. So that's it. Like I was saying, he's kind of like you know, like Venom from uh, Marvel. Like he's uh, he's the bad guy that you know does good things sometimes, and everybody likes him, or yeah. not the people, but you know, fans like him. Uh, I guess there's a Ronda Rousey signing, right? Right, the Ronda Rousey signing, right. So, yeah, uh, for me, like, obviously could have done a little bit better. Um, obviously, when she came out, she did her promo when she was all happy. And it, she can tell the nerves got to her because it was oh, very, man. very, yeah. very bumpy start. Um, and then Angle, too, just was so awkward. Man, he's bad, eh? They could have made it so subtle, you know? Mm. They could have been like, oh, yeah, so we've secured... The Ronda Rousey for the Raw roster. And Angle's like, boy, you guys have come far, especially after considering they almost, she almost kicked your ass at WrestleMania a couple years ago. And then it just could have been like exactly. a little pun. It could have been like a little pun. And it just got a into this. jabby. Yeah. It just was a little bit. 
It just wasn't really thought out well. I found like they've had so much time to really think out this angle that with Ronda Rousey, and they're just kind of like not winging it, but they're half-assing it every time I, I kind of tune in. And even it's, on Raw too, like she came out more aggressive, and I liked that a little bit more. You know, it, mm-hmm, that was yeah. more appealing to me. But I mean, Stephanie Ronda. McMahon acting like a little coward, like oh, I'm sorry, and and then Tri- it, and then, uh, and then, and then, and then Triple H punching angle like that, like like where the, where did that come, you little bitch? Like where did that come? From? I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, as stupid as that was, it's it's uh, those memes of Courtney Angle looking straight up. Yeah, yeah, style are really so good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, I know what you're talking about. I mean, for some reason they have Angle acting serious. Like Kurt Angle was over and was so successful in his in his WWE run because he was a goofball. Like he could have been goofy about that. He could have been like, but Triple H, I thought you said that, uh, blah, 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 blah. And you know, like Triple H is like, what are you saying? What are you saying? I don't know. It was just done so poorly. I agree. He's got to be a goofball or he's got to be like an aggressive heel. You know, he was good as an aggressive heel too, but him being a good guy, like it's just, I don't know. That's not doing it for me. Like he can't talk. Yeah. He's cannot talk. He's him and Shane McMahon taking the same mic uh, lessons. It's freaking horrible. But uh, either way, I was uh, yeah. Like you, you, you tweeted it out. Um, tough start, rocky start. It ended really well. Seeing her throw um, Triple H to the table was awesome. Watching it again on Raw the next day, uh, I got goosebumps watching it when Stephanie McMahon smacks her and the look that Ronda gave her. Um, I hope this is like you know a sign of things to come because I'm going to be excited about this whole storyline. Right. Well, I hear they're treating it as like they want to make her be kind of like the female Stone Cold Steve Austin and Hell yeah. Stephanie be the, you know, Mrs. McMahon. And uh, yeah, I got to be careful because you can't, you know, you can't capture lightning in a bottle. Is that how is that the saying? Like you can't. <laughs> I screw up the saying every time. You can't cap. You can't, can't, lightning doesn't strike twice. Is something like that? There's or, lightning doesn't strike yeah. twice. But it, what it, I'm trying to hard. say, folks, yeah. before I mess that all up is... You can't recreate exactly that all over again. It's not going to be the same thing. It's not going to be possible. I'm sure you can do amazing things with it. It's going to be great. It can be fantastic. But come on. She's not going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. She's going to be Ronda Rousey. So, Yeah. I think she's going to be. Yeah, exactly. I think it just means that like she's going to be a badass face. Kind of like Braun Strowman. Always challenging authority, challenging the boss, I guess. Always challenging authority and challenging the boss. But, I mean, the way that Stephanie was like, you have to work within... Or no, Kurt Angle was like, you have to work within the system. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just go off like that. It's 100% she's going to be the female Stone Cold. And if anyone is going to be able to pull it off, it's going to be Ronda. Are they going to give her the stunner? I I don't know what they're going to give her. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be a submission or something. Submission for sure. Uh, That was awesome. They were chanting "rip it off" or "rip off her arm" or whatever they were saying. Uh, It was nice and 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 aggressive. I found the crowd was pretty good on Raw to tell you the truth. Another uh, match that's kind of confusing me, or kind of um, I guess storyline, is what's happening with the IC title at WrestleMania. Lazy. yeah, it seems like this is going to be the match where they're like, we don't have stuff for these people to do. Let's put them in the match for the IC title. So I know on Raw we saw Seth Rollins come out. He beat The Miz. Uh, Finn Balor came out. He beat The Miz. So it looks like these three are definitely going to be involved in an IC title picture at the Wrestle- at WrestleMania. But also I'm reading now that it's going to be a Fatal 5-Way where oh Elias God. and Braun Strowman will be added to the mix. All right, so just, just to point out, that's... Champions losing three times within two days on Raw and SmackDown. I have no comment. No comment? <laughs> no okay. Comment. Um, why Why are the... Uh, WrestleMania has to be different than the rest of the pay-per-views. WrestleMania neither has to be either a year in the making, and I'll give Roman the, the Roman storyline that credit at least. That it's been a year-long story that's been built. There were three years in the making that they're probably going to play off of. But the IC Championship, there's nothing personal about this. Like, I would have... I hate Dean Ambrose, but I still would have preferred a Dean Ambrose return to calling out The Miz a month ago. Like, call him out from her hospital bed. Call him out from a rehab center. I don't care. Call him out. Make fun of his wife. Make it personal. Dean Ambrose. And Why Dean Ambrose? Just because I'm just saying somebody who hasn't been there or just something different from what's going on. Um, because Seth Rollins doesn't, I don't know. I'm just. Well, I'm he hasn't had the IC the title. I think he could have a good run with it. Finn yes, Balor give me a the story. IC title. I think he could have a good run with it. I but think Ron Strowman winning the IC title could be good too. 
So I mean, but Elias give, isn't obviously ready for it, but you got to put him in somewhere. I put Elias in the the under the giant, or I put Braun in. I thought Braun was just going to go in the under the giant battle more uh, battle and just win it. That's what I thought he'd end up doing. Which I'm happy he's at least not doing that because that would be shit for him to have to do that after the year he's had. I just want a story. That's what I'm getting at. I well, want he deserves I a want big a, match at WrestleMania, in my opinion, and not just being in a match and not winning. You know, like he's I don't know. But then people are rumoring he's in a fight Kane, and I'm like, fuck, no. Oh, no. my God. So. I mean, I would have preferred uh, Braun versus uh, Bray Wyatt. Like, and that. Bray should try and get him back, and Braun should say all the years of mm. abuse he took from Bray, and that should be the storyline going to WrestleMania, and there should be some found footage, and let's just give me a friggin' storyline. None of this, like... I, what's my road to WrestleMania? And what's going to be <laughs> my WrestleMania moment? Literally every match has the same storyline. Even on SmackDown, the Usos were talking about, we've never been to WrestleMania. We're going to have a WrestleMania I'm moment. tired of their promos. I'm sorry. Like, I know that people are killing the mic, but they're just, all they're doing is yelling really loud. And one guy's like, bah, 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 bah. And I know, I mean, maybe. Hey, Ouse. Yeah, I mean, they're not, I mean, they're good. They're, they're, they've worked really hard. They've developed themselves. And they're good on the mic, for sure. I just don't like their promos. I find it's the same thing every day, and they're, like, trying too hard. I want to go back to what you were saying, though, for a moment, about uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. So the funny thing that you were saying, in my, and I was thinking in my mind, was there was a time period where if you would have booked Bray Wyatt against Braun Strowman, I would have been like, are you kidding me? This is Bray Wyatt. That's a joke. But now I'm actually looking on the flip side, and I'm thinking, man, right now at this point in time, if you were to book Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, to me at least, Bray Wyatt is beneath Braun Strowman. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. But I think it would be a good match if they could have a decent storyline leading leading up to the to the fight at Mania. I, I just I don't want to watch guys like Miz comes out, he's like, oh, I don't have a match. And then like someone's music hits, and that's what we're gonna get at WrestleMania. That that's no different from you know what, what we can get on Raw, you know. It's almost like an open challenge. Just boring, lazy story writing. Yeah, there's been a bunch of lazy story writing. And uh, another match where they're throwing everybody together uh, on SmackDown. You know, obviously we have Zig. Yeah, I say one breath. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, John Cena has now been added to the mix. Uh, Insane. Yeah, who else? Who else we got in there? Uh, your uncle, your aunt, your grandmother. AJ Styles. You know, yeah, I mean, he's the champion. Uh, but yeah, so we saw this week, uh, Cena comes out on Raw, first of all. I'm going to challenge the Undertaker! And the crowd exploded. Huge pop. Social media instantly exploded. And then he instantly brought us back to reality and said, oh, but that's not going to be a possibility. And just a troll of the fans. WWE like to do that. Um, or else he, if he is going to fight the Undertaker. But if he's not, that's pretty cruel. And basically says, okay, well, this isn't my road to WrestleMania, and I'm going to go to SmackDown, and I'm going to find my road to WrestleMania. The same thing that you said is happening all the time. And he goes on to fight AJ Styles. He wants to be put in the match. Put me in this match. Okay, fine. But, you know, you'll have to earn your way there. So, basically, he's going to be inserted in the match. Was a fatal five or six-way now? Uh, a six-pack challenge. Six-pack challenge. Yeah, they have name. They have ways to change it so it doesn't sound stupid, but it's still stupid. And he takes on AJ Styles and beats AJ Styles clean in the ring. And lots of people are bitching and complaining about it. And I understand. He didn't need to win that match. It would have been good to see AJ Styles beat Cena. Cena's still frustrated. He doesn't get that match. He's got to go forward. He can go back to his wife the next week or two. He doesn't got to be at the pay-per-view. Uh, but yeah, I guess it helps ticket sales at the same time. It, it does put him on track for his, uh, it continues his storyline because I don't think he's going to win a fast lane. He's going to come out the next week and be all sad about it. Um, but yeah, I honestly really up until today thought it was still going to be the undertaker. Now, spoiler for those who have, a, have not been on the internet today. Um, so mute your speakers. But the rumor has it that John Cena will be facing Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. And rumor, that's the, that's the rumor right now. It's not confirmed. But yeah, I heard you sign to the microphone. <laughs> not quite what we're yeah. looking for. And I mean, it's not a great yeah. match. Rey Mysterio looked fantastic at, at Royal Rumble. Uh, in any day and time, I wouldn't mind seeing Rey Mysterio in a match. Uh, against John Cena, okay, eh, but why? What's the purpose of this? How does where does this come from? Why is he going to fight him? Is it just going to be a challenge? And what is is Rey Mysterio going to finally come back after all these years and lose in his match back? 
So what know. what what could you get excited about in that match? Like I'm just talking purely from a perspective of being entertained by wrestling. Seeing Rey Mysterio back, seeing if he still has it, seeing what he can do in the ring, seeing what mask he's wearing, what colors he represents. But okay. yeah, I mean, but John Cena, <laughs> like anybody but John Cena, because John Cena won't be able to keep up with what Rey Mysterio is, and they're both going to look like midgets in there. Yeah, I like, hope that the Undertaker is just going to come back and they're going to do it, and he's going to fight as much best he can and beats John Cena. I was, that's what I want to see. I want. He's going to beat up John Cena. I want to see him defeat John Cena at WrestleMania. I would be happy is, with that. Is he going to beat up John Cena? No, AJ Styles does that. <laughs> Every day from morning to night, except for on SmackDown yesterday. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Miz loses twice on Raw. AJ loses on SmackDown. It's frustrating. The only thing I'll say about AJ is, and, you know, it's funny because I am a bit, like one of the bigger fans of AJ and... When he loses, for some reason, it doesn't bother me. When opposed to when I love Shawn Michaels, if he would have lost, I would have been so pissed off. But the yeah. fact that when AJ loses, I I like the fact that he's humble and he doesn't care. And I'm pretty sure like, he saw them hug uh, after after the match went off the air. There's photos of it, and I'm pretty sure it's just kind of like you know they have a lot of respect for each other. And AJ Styles is the kind of person that like when he loses, it's very rare. He's very rare to have somebody like this. When he loses, it doesn't hurt him. No, I know it doesn't hurt. It doesn't. Still. And, you know, he's a smaller guy and, like, he can have these big wins. He can lose. So it actually, to me, makes matches more exciting because you don't know who's going to win. Is it a night where Radio Styles is going to win or going to lose? As opposed to, like, you know, John Cena where it's like, you know he's always going to win. So there's never any surprise. Roman Reigns, there's never any surprise. But AJ Styles, you know, he's definitely one of the most gifted athletes on the roster. But can win or lose on any given night. And that's what I like. That's what I like about that. But... I will say, making your champion looking weak going into the pay-per-view fast lane, yeah. uh, obviously not the best idea. So and, uh, I and felt like they could have benefited more from AJ Styles pulling off the big win and seeing it being frustrated still and being like, what the fuck's going on this year? That's what I was just about to say, saying that it would have helped the storyline more had Cena lost that match too. So something that I do want to talk about, that Roman Reigns promo on Raw was fucking hype. I loved it. Um, to be honest, I'm usually pretty quick to text you when I think something is awesome. And I did text you, but I didn't text you that I thought it was awesome because I wasn't sure if you were going to say, no, that was gay. <laughs> and then I didn't want to like curl up into my little ball inside my soul and I shut up and then literally the entire internet thought it was sick. And I was just like, damn, I should have tweeted that because it was so well done. It was so well done. And and I gotta ask you, since you're the expert on this, um, was it real? Was it a semi shoot? Was it scripted? Because I mean, I've read a few things today, but I want to hear Dez's reply to this. So, rumor has it. Well, not rumor. I mean, it's it was clear Brock Lesnar was supposed to be there on Raw that night. No doubt, they promoted it on the pay per view the night before. They talked about it on social media leading up into Raw. They even talked about it at the opening of Raw, I believe. And strangely enough, Roman Reigns comes out and addresses the crowd. And it was very awkward. So obviously, there's some truth to it. Um, you know, Brock Lesnar wasn't there. I'm reading today. It's because, you know, he he's fulfilled his obligations in terms of dates before WrestleMania. Um, obviously, that's a bit weird because you would think he need to show up at least for one or two shows before WrestleMania. I would hope so, yeah. yeah so maybe those are guaranteed, maybe the extra obligations. Because I know he's got like dates he has to do, but then there's like a bandwidth of extra dates that he can do. So maybe those are the ones he's used up. But also, I don't know if you saw on social media, but uh, Brock Lesnar take, had pictures taken with Dana Brooke, uh, Dana White, sorry, Dana White recently. <laughs> Fuck and, Dana sorry, White. Sorry, I'm not used to men called Dana, so. Dana yeah, White and uh, him teasing that, you know, it's very likely that Brock Lesnar will come back to the UFC. And the reality of it is Brock Lesnar's contract's up very soon. So there's been many rumors going around, one being the WWE were pissed off about him taking that picture and told him not to come. Uh, there's also, you know, the amount of dates that he's already fulfilled. And there's also, you know, notes going out that Brock Lesnar is trying to negotiate his contract for the next year and playing a bit of hardball. So, you know... It's kind of confusing. Uh, Dave Meltzer did report that it's a work and that obviously, you know, there was some truth to it. Um, I think, you know, that was kind of it. I think Roman Reigns came out and basically did a work shoot. 
and came out and basically spoke what is mine, what he's feeling. I think it's like, okay, well, fine. You know, Brock Lesnar, if you want to pay, play this way, we're going to play this way. And went out and basically did a, a shoot work promo. So I thought it was great. It was, so it, well, like it, it? Was, it was good. It was good. I thought it was one of Roman Reigns' best promos. He had the one against The Undertaker last year after he beat him, which was decent. But oh, the same, he like barely said anything? That was good. Yeah, too. yeah, there's that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was that. It was good. And then, you know, you basically went on, you know, and had this promo against for Brock Lesnar this week. And it was it felt really real because it felt like Roman Reigns was kind of off the script and kind of feeling what it felt like it was from the heart, you know? Yeah, it did. It did. It did. So I think there was some honesty there. And I think it was something that's in the back. And, you know, you don't this is a champion that's not going on TV, not going doing publicity, not meeting sick kids, not making yeah. grant a wish. I mean, like, I'm not saying he's heartless, and I'm sure he does do some stuff, but he's not being heavily heavily promoted like John Cena was, you know, like, you know, even Seth Rollins was or Roman Reigns is, you know. So, you know, he basically, he's a not a paper champion, but, you know, they're paying for what they're getting with him. You know, he's a big well, name guy. Well, it's like Roman said, he's a little bitch. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. So, And, but, and I'm all about listening to Roman Reigns call people bitches. I think he's awesome at it. I think he should keep doing it. I mean, he hasn't had that many great promos. My favorite promos of Roman has been um, when he came out during the Lana and Rusev celebration. I I thought we saw a funny Roman, which was good. I liked his promos um, against John Cena, where he was calling John Cena a bitch. I thought that was pretty good. So that was kind yeah, of yeah. But like, John Cena swallowed him whole. I remember that. I remember those. Uh, yeah, but John, John Cena is the man. Destroyed him. And you know what? He still had a pretty. He. I feel like yeah, he destroyed him. But he, John Cena destroyed the Miz more. I want to also just raise something and make it clear to everybody. People are saying John Cena is phenomenal on the mic. Definitely, hundred percent, for sure. But keep in mind, he's been doing this for fifteen plus years. Yeah, for so sure. So he damn well better be good in the mic. And I'll Agreed. tell you, if Roman Reigns keeps that for that long, he will be too. Well, if he delivers more promos like that, it'd be awesome. Um, I don't know which one you're talking about with The Undertaker. Are you talking about the one I'm talking about? Where There's one where he said just, nothing, right? But then he, yes, and but then, then he, he did come like, out and this kind of, is my yard and drop the mic. Yeah, and left. But then he did come out and talk about it, you know, a week or so later, and it was still a good promo. So, but yeah, he does cut a good one once in a while, but he probably cuts more. You know, sticky farts. So <laughs> cuts the cheese. I feel like he just he's he's better if he doesn't have um, like a script. He's better if he doesn't have like really lame stuff to say, lame sentences that he has to say. He just doesn't like have a natural timing to his acting. So they should just kind of take a step back. I think less is more with Roman. Yeah, but I, I I could definitely get behind him calling people little bitches. They need to evaluate who awesome. needs to be on script and who can go out and be trusted to give a promo. And I think if you're going to be pushing Roman Reigns, your top guy, you got to let this guy, you got to let the reins go. That's off, right. Off the reins. Let the reins off of Roman. Yeah, Roman. So, I mean, it shows yeah. you he can cut a good promo, even if it was you know half true. Um, you know, obviously it was weird because Brock was supposed to be there, so something wasn't right. Something went off script. And the promo was, you know, you want to call it a shoot, you want to call it a work. There was some truth to it. Yeah. You could tell that there was some panic, too, because afterwards, like the uh, Cesaro and then Worldwide, the bar versus Worldwide seemed a little bit rushed. It was like a two out of three counts, and they just gave them both to the bar. And it was like... Yeah, but they did that, too, with the Usos and Gable and Benjamin. It seems like they're doing... I like. I guess I like that more, as opposed to, like, you know it's going to go three falls. But the fact that it can go two falls sometimes, I like that. Just like I want to see some people get pinned by signature moves or something sometimes. Or stop pinning people after signature moves. Because it's like, body slam, they pin the guy. Obviously, he kicks out. No one ever gets pinned by a body slam anymore. Well, this week on Raw, we saw Rollins do it. Five-star five frog splash. Yeah, from across the ring, right? Yeah. And it was awesome. And he pinned him and he got but the pin. But it's also the Miz, so... But he's the fucking IC champ, yo. I know. You know what's and funny, And he's the though? Miz, and he's awesome. Okay, so when Miz has his short hair, he looks like a total douche, and I don't buy him. To me, it's like, oh, he's a jobber, you know, when I see him. But, like, when he had his long hair and his bangs hanging down and stuff, he looked sick, and it was believable that he could be a top guy again for me. But now that he cut his hair again, I'm just like, he looks like a doofus. The Miz needs to change his attire. He's like, I mean, I'm fat, okay? But he's just like, ju- he's needs to be either in a little bit better shape, a little bit more cut to pull off his look. He just kind of looks silly. Like, he looks so cool in the suit. And like you said, with the long hair, the glasses, Maurice. And then when he fights, he's in these, like, little, you know, 
little undies, and he just doesn't have the body for it. He should wear. He's not in bad shape either. It's just like a small trimming, you know, like you know, a little, like a little bit. Five of pounds could do him. A yeah. five pounds could do it for him. Yeah. Can he fight? Like, could he fight in sort of like a dress shirt? And pants type thing, kind of IRS style. That's twice no, that's that I mentioned terrible. tonight. What are you talking about? No, like a like a Donny. Uh, what's the guy from uh, from Wall Street? There, that movie. He, I, you're losing me, man. I'm I'm losing myself. I'm losing myself. Anyways, he looks silly. That's all I'm saying. All right. He looks silly. Fair enough. Yeah. Another uh, another match that happened on uh, SmackDown this week, I saw. They actually had Nakamura finally in a match this week, right? So they're not keeping him hidden from us. They listen to the fans. They put him in a match against Aiden English this week. Obviously, he picks up the win. Uh, we see Rusev. So my question is, how does Rusev fit into WrestleMania this year? Uh, he's probably not going to be there. I mean, even though it's Rusev Day. Um, you see the tweet that Lana threw out? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what, though? Is it the one where she said that he's more over than AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura? Yeah. Yeah. But then, I don't know if you went on... So people were, like, commenting on it and be like, um, I don't think so. Like, you're crazy. Like, stop, you know, screwing your husband. You're going to screw screw your husband's career and put him in the doghouse. And then she's all like, oh, have you seen his social media? It's a lot worse than mine. And then, like, two tweets later, it's a picture of Rusev's face. And then another tweet saying, ha, it was him all along. He hijacked my Twitter. Bullshit, Lana. Bullshit. Yeah. 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 You can tell yeah. when Rusev is writing tweets. You can tell when she does. And the way that she's answering oh back to the God. fans and stuff. He stepped in and is trying to help her out. But, like, she's going to fuck him over big time, man. Like, she already has. Yeah. Ever since the whole Ziggler thing and, like, the, the breaking of the storyline has not been the same for Rusev. There's been glimpses. There's been chances of getting him back, you know, in the picture with Cena or in a U.S. title picture, but it's inevitably a flop. This guy used to be undefeated for the better part of a year, lost finally at WrestleMania, and now he's just jobbing or he's not even on SmackDown week to week. So part of it's probably, you know, he's kind of outspoken in social media or maybe he's being outspoken because of the way he's, things have been. But, uh yeah, I hope this year is a better year for Rusev. Maybe he'll be involved in the Under the Giant Battle Royale. Maybe he'll win it. I hear whoever wins it this year, there's big plans for them because there's this big Under the Giant uh, documentary coming out. Yeah. So my my uh, my dark horse is still going to be, uh, my wishful thinking is going to be Drew McIntyre is going to be in this match and win it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Rusev, it's Rusev Day every day. And there shouldn't be a Rusev Day where we don't celebrate Rusev. I know. Every day should be Rusev Day, especially Tuesdays and WrestleMania. It's frustrating. And every other day. And every other day. Um, it is frustrating. Uh, the, I enjoyed the tweet. Lana's a hot mess. Um, it's not the first time she does it. She's um, duh. Like, she doesn't get it. Like, she's very... She's gonna, She's not... She's putting her foot in her mouth. She's just... You're not good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you and know I was she, so behind Lana, too. Like, when she was with... with Rusev and when she was like I crushed and she was her manager it's fine but now she's so like good. she's outspoken she thinks she's hot shit she thinks she's really part of this revolution and she's not not part of it but the more she's opening her mouth and the more she's putting her foot in her mouth the less she's part of it I'll tell you that yeah that's for sure you know I was thinking about it the other day when I was watching Raw there's not like any managers they need to bring back managers that are literally managers for like four or five different heels mm-hmm like Bobby Heenan used to like have a match, go to the back, and then literally the next match come out with or like Jim Earthquake. Cornette as well, right? You know what I mean? It was like freaking awesome. And uh, I honestly, I think Dana Brooks should be that girl. Titus Worldwide needs to grow. Yeah, I'm I would telling like to you, see them to be a lot larger. Yeah, like I, I, I was, like I was saying earlier, she looks good too. Yeah, I'm not a Dana Brooke fan because she's covered up and she has the the, the glasses. She looks way better than she did. She looks like a dirty porn because she because she's covered up. She looked better than she did. Okay, I got it. Well, she has a weird body, so like, I don't want to shame her or anything, but for crazy sakes. Hey, did you see she, Ziggler's uh, super kick to the back of Kho's head at the announce table? Did who's Kho? Kho, Kevin Owens. Oh, Kevin. Oh my yeah. god. I, you said Kho. I was trying oh. to make fun of you. Um, no, I didn't see it, man. But uh, so Sami Zayn versus Corbin, and then I don't know where Ziggler comes in. While while he's mid sentence, Kevin Owens, uh, Ziggler gives him like a super kick right to the back of the head. But really? like you see like, Kevin Owens talking and he didn't I don't think he even remembered or knew it was coming and he got hit really hard <laughs> in the back of the head, man. It was nasty. Oh really? Uh, no, I missed it. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's that it was that noteworthy for me that I needed to mention it today. I, I'll be uh, I'll be completely honest. I have not watched SmackDown. 
live in like we gotta be pushing six weeks now. Oh my god! I yeah, really hope they finish this whole Daniel Bryan's Kevin Owens, uh, no, sorry, Daniel Bryan Shane McMahon story yeah. at WrestleMania. Big man. I don't know, man. Everything I read though is just like it's at all time bad, all time low. What's going on? It was like it was the land of opportunity, and now it's just Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac show. Um, I'm not excited about anything on SmackDown Live right now. That's 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 where I am. It's definitely the least entertaining show of the two for me for quite some time. When I became a SmackDown guy after the first uh, brand split or after the first draft, sorry. Yeah. But then yeah, they they mixed, mixed mixed everything up, took all the good things away from SmackDown Live. You know, we talked about this many times already, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse. But uh, yeah, again, you know, it's kind of the show that like I don't always watch live, unfortunately. So I'm not always live tweeting because well, you know, life happens and that's how it is. But again, SmackDown, get it together for 2018, folks. Hopefully, they're going to yeah. do a shakeup this year again, and things will get a bit better in terms of the of. Smackdown. <laughs> I know. I mean, they got to do something. Uh, do you think that there's a chance that there's going to be a blend of the brands after WrestleMania with the news of joint pay-per-views? Maybe. I do hear that there's plans to do like another draft or another superstar shakeup, which I think is the stupidest name that you could have. But uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, I'm excited that there are going to be better matches at the pay-per-views as a result of this, you know? Yeah, no, less filler, I guess. That, that uh that should be good. But uh, anyways, I guess that wraps up another episode for us here at Talkamania. But so, before uh, we do, ladies and gentlemen, oh, oh, I want to let you know okay. that Talkamania this week will be at IWS this weekend. Oh, yes. In Montreal. And if anybody's in town, please check it out. Come say hi to us. We'll be around. We'll be trying to meet with RVD, uh, who will be headlining IWS this weekend. Rob Van Dam, 420. Rob fucking Van Dam. So check Mr. it out. Mr. Monday Night, baby. Mr. Monday Night on a Saturday night. And uh, it's going to be aired on RDS, eh? Is it? Two hours. It's the first pay-per-view, I think, that's aired on RDS. That's fantastic. So we're going to go early. Let's we're going to do the that meet and greet. Too. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're going to go there. If, you know, Like Dad said, if you're in the area, come out. Have some beers with us. It'll be fucking awesome. Um, we got to get there early, though. They said they're expecting people to be lining up by noon. Okay. Well, you can hold my place in line. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Let's get let's start drinking around like three. All right. Sounds good. Fair. Fair. All right. So that wraps up another week for Talking Mania. Thank you for sticking through it. Um, like we said, we'll be at IWS on Saturday this weekend. So if you're in the area, come check it out. Apart from that, follow us on Twitter at underscore Talkamania. iTunes, Google Play. Follow our guy, Justin S. Roberge. That's at Justin S. Roberge on Twitter. He'll be uh, releasing independent thoughts later this week. Until next time, J-Bomb's out. Say bye, Des. Happy Rooster Day. <laughs>